Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I'm so stoked you're here. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that great stuff. You know that we want to grow this community because I go around the world finding the best humans on the planet to come on here to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. So I think I got the guy for you. I got the guy for you. We're joined today by Dr. Jonathan Marion. He's a transformational life coach. See, it's in his title. He's a transformational life coach and award-winning cultural anthropology professor. And he believes in the power of authenticity to create ripples of change, making the world a more connected place. I can't wait to get into this with you. He's here to help us transcend traditional measures of success and live truly meaningful lives. Now we're going to dive into this and get some ripples into our life. How are you? How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me, Nina. I'm glad you're here. I, and I was um, following you a little bit on Instagram. You're quite the dancer as well. So we're going to get all into that. But before we get started, um, one of the things I like to do for my audience is I like to introduce them to who you are, right? Because I think it's important for them to kind of get to know you and get connected with, you know, why you do what you do today. So tell us who you are. Who are you, Dr. Jonathan Marion? Who are you? Um, so as you said, I now do work as a transformational life coach and speaker, uh, but I had retired from a 20-year career in academia as a cultural anthropology professor, and uh, that obviously informs much of how I approach uh, people, situations, and understandings, though it's not what I do professionally any longer. Right, right. So well, let's talk about that. Why, why get into transformational life coaching? I mean, was this something that, you know, you've gone through in life and you, you saw that there was something there that needed to be transformed in your life? Tell me a little bit about that journey. Sure. Uh, I was actually in Rio de Janeiro in the first half of 2019, actually doing some research on dance because I it's an academic topic that as far as issues of performance, embodiment, identity, and gender, I've done lots of research on. And I was staying with a very good friend of mine at his apartment, uh, not one of the tourist areas, and, you know, very humble. And mm -hmm. I was realizing that I was staying in a guest room that was smaller than my closet at home, but I felt more at home yeah. here. And it made me think, what is that about? And I realized mm -hmm. that for me, a lot of it was that my friends there knew what I did professionally. They were proud of me, proud for me but they didn't really care. They loved me, Jonathan, not my right. accomplishments, not my accolades. And that wasn't going to be my life if I stayed in academia. Right. And so wow. that was the impetus to change. And then when I thought about what direction to go, I realized that while I was good at the different parts of academic life, such as research and publishing and professional service and leadership, 
it was only the teaching that really called to me, mm. but it wasn't even the main classroom teaching, but those informal conversations before and after classes with students where they had their own questions or with my graduate students where I was helping them figure out what are your questions and how are you going to find your answers? Well, that's life coaching. Right. But why, why Brazil? Why did you go there? What Did you grow up there? Like, what, what was that about? Yeah, no, not at all. Um, the dance form that I practice the most now, uh, not where I started, but is Brazilian Zouk. And so mm -hmm. especially as a cultural anthropology professor, uh, if you're going to actually study something, you need to do it and participate. So I'm going to cool. learn Brazilian Zouk. I'm going to spend time in Brazil. That's really neat. How long did you end up staying there? Uh, that trip, I was there the first half of 2019. It was my third trip back within a two-year period at the time, and I've been two months more uh, last December and January. It must be getting harder and harder to leave. <laughs> uh, it is, but I've been a full-time nomad since the beginning of 22, so I'm pretty much somewhere else every month as it is. Oh, that's cool. At the moment, that's I'm actually cool. in Bali, Indonesia at a Zouk retreat. Wow. Talk about a change. You really did change. That's amazing. So tell me about why transformational coaching though, right? I know that you like the conversations and all of that, but what made you feel like that was needed? Like, why did you take that shift? Yeah. So the idea of helping people figure out what were their questions and how were they going to find their own answers was life mm -hmm. coaching. And then the transformational was largely because that was what I'd lived. I'd been following a certain paradigm of, you know, get your PhD, get into academia, get a tenure track yeah. job, get yeah. tenure. And yet life wasn't as meaningful or fulfilling as I thought it was going to be if I had accomplished all those things. Right. So I coached to specifically mm -hmm. that niche of are you accomplished by an external measure, but yet life is not as meaningful or fulfilling as you had thought it was going to be, or as you had been told, you know, by society or internalized that it would be. Yeah. And you're looking for what's really going to transform your life to be the best one for you right now. That's really interesting, isn't it? It's it's something how life takes us on these journeys as well, because even though you're right, I, I, I agree with you 100%. I also believe that that is necessary for our growth in our transformation too, right? To go through that, that um, societal, you know, um, expectations of us, right? But then to be able to take all of that knowledge and wisdom and education and everything, and then use that to help someone in their life today is the reason I think why you went through it to begin with. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Uh, and I would build on that and say, you know, we all have experiences, we all mm -hmm. face challenges. Mm -hmm. And to me, the mark isn't, you know, how easy or how difficult things have been, but what do you do with it? Mm -hmm. And so that's where that idea of ripples came out to me. So many people are familiar with that idea of, you know, ROI is return on investment. But right. the version I heard that really resonated for me was ripples of impact. And so how am I going to show up in the world? And what are the things I'm going to do? And what ripples are those things going to have? How do you guide people on how to show up in the world, right? Like, I think that's really difficult for a lot of people because I, I think, well, let me, let me just back up a second. What I'm noticing in my coaching program is that they're always looking for that next shiny object, right? There's a lot of stuff going on and we have way too many choices. I think our brain cannot take all of that. So how do you do that? How do you start having them, you know, look at life in that way so that they can start transforming their lives? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so glad you bring this up because part of why I actually decided I was going to, you know, use the umbrella of transformational life coaching is I'm not someone who for me wants to have a client for two or three years. Again, I'm always available for support if they want to check back right. in, but I want to give them the tools to go out. Cause again, it's that ripples idea. And if mm -hmm. I have an impact on them and they can live a different life and go out and impact the people they encounter, I think that's how the world becomes more caring, connected and healthier rather than me just having fewer clients long-term. And so as far as how do the, do I actually work with and facilitate change? Uh, I have both a strategic and a tactical piece to it. The strategic one, um, I think goes back to the idea of we're human beings, not human doings. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so if we focus on how we want to actually be in the world, as opposed to what we want to do, what we want to accomplish, it starts to shift. And so I use being as an acronym. And the B is for begin where you are, because I think all too often we rush into changing things without really looking at what actually is. Sometimes right. we're overly critical. Sometimes we're overestimating, you know, where we're at in life. And so much of that is also informed by society's shoulds. Things should be this way. Things should be that way. And as one of my coaching uh, mentors said, you know, should is fighting with what is. So begin where you are. What's the actual lay of the land? What are the opportunities given your environment, circumstances, uh, proclivities, and what are the constraints? And let's start there. And again, think about a map, whether it's a physical map, whether it's the GPS in your car. If you don't have a signal to figure out where you are to begin navigating, you can't right. get anywhere. Right. If That's you don't good. have that yeah. pin in the map that says, this is where you are, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. how good the map is. Mm -hmm. um, so begin where you are. E, explore where you are going. Because it's so easy to say, I want to go on vacation. Okay, great. Do you like museums? Do you like beaches? Do you like the mountains and rivers? Uh, right. And then why? What about that is actually calling to you? So often, and I think this speaks to your point about opportunities and you know all the options out there, we pursue things because we think we're supposed to. So yes, yeah. I want that promotion at work. Well, why? Right. Yes, it is more prestige. Yes, it pays more, but it takes a lot more time. And so, yes, you have more money for vacation, but you don't have any time to take it. Like, is that really what you want? <laughs> so true. So true. Um, I love that. So then I comes, you know, identify your options for getting from point A to point B, because there's always multiple ways. And I think the other piece that I wasn't originally aware of is it's not only identify your options, but identify how do you make your best choices? So. Mm -hmm. If you look at the decisions you've made in your life that have been the most fulfilling or rewarding for you, are those the ones where you've followed gut instinct? Are those the ones where you've done pro and con lists? Are those the ones when you've spoken to your friends and family and said, what do you think I should do? So how do you make your best choices? And then mm -hmm. using that, figure out, do I want the most direct route? Do I want the scenic route? Do I want to stop and see, you know, the different things from the Guinness Book of World Records that I could pass on the way? Like what's going to make it the best route for you. Right. And not judging so, yourself either. Right. Not judging yourself when you're doing that. If so, what if you want to take the scenic route, take it, you know, some people think that they have to get from point A to point B the fastest possible. Right. 
So that's that's really great. I love it. Keep going because you're you're teaching me some stuff here. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. And I, I think you're exactly right. And that's the point. There is no right answer to any of this. Right. You begin wherever you are. You explore where you want to go. You identify mm -hmm. what is the best option for you. And that's also for you at this point in your life. You know, maybe three years from now, something else will be better. Maybe five years ago, something else was. The N is now start because I think all too often we're so mm -hmm. busy, you know, trying to make sure we have the perfect plan or that we've mm -hmm. identified everything that we never actually get going. And if you've done the work of really assessing where you're beginning from, really explored where you want to go and why, and really identified what are the different options and why you're choosing what you're choosing, if things change, they change and you're equipped to pivot. Yeah. We've yeah. all encountered detours in life, mm -hmm. you know in our social environments, in our professional capacities, even just actually driving home from work. Like there've been detours in life. It all works out okay if you know where you're going. Right, right. Uh, so I think the now start is a really often overlooked part and especially the people who really get trapped by perfectionism, sometimes that's the hardest one to overcome is actually start. Right. And then I think the piece that complements that and is the G in being is get your best life. And I don't mean that once you've done this, everything is perfect or that you don't need to keep doing any work or figuring things out. But I think it's very easy to get so caught up in the doing of things that we don't actually stop and appreciate, wait a minute, mm -hmm. this is what I was looking for and I have it now. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean you can't set new goals. It doesn't mean you can't right. decide you want to add something else. But appreciate what it is that you actually are living, what your experiences are, and that you're the one who's got yourself there and that you have all of the tools, capacities, and resources to do the same thing at any point that you want to. So that's right. my strategic piece, the being I love model. It. Mm -hmm. I love it. So I'm just writing as you're talking. So I'm like, oh, okay, I got this. So um, I also like feel like it should be like a being because a is awareness, right? Like you have to start with being aware that this is even necessary for you to actually begin, right? Because I think some of us sometimes get so bogged down with what the next thing is, like you said, that we don't stop for a second, right? And I think we have to become really self-aware that if we're not happy, it starts with us. It's all about us. So we have to be aware of that. If you are feeling that way, stop blaming your wife and your husband and your kids and your circumstances and then, you know, and the government and everybody else and start to become aware that there is uh, a place where you need to start, right? You need to be aware. And the, um, the other thing that I got also was when you said, you know, you'll get your best life. I thought of um, when you talked about um, what that means and, and how you are really going to have to stop and pause and see, you know, where you are. It made me think of G also as gratitude right? Just being grateful for the journey and being grateful for where you are right now. So I love that. I love your acronym. I love acronyms anyway. So you already had me at that, right? So, all right. So tell me the other piece of this. Yeah. So there's also a tactical piece. And uh, for me, that has to do with being how you want to be. So there's lots of great work out there about like meaning. So everything from Simon Sinek about find your why and yeah. go back to even Viktor Frankl and man's search for meaning. And not the idea that there is a meaning to life, but that everyone needs to find what makes it meaningful for them. I think that's all super important work. And I recommend all of it. At the same time, at least in my own experiences and the clients I work with, 
in the moment when you're faced with struggles or conflicting pressures between things, it's sometimes too hard to connect with what's my why. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so the tactical piece for me is how do I want to be? Yeah. And I can use that, that. How do I want to be, you know, in this relationship, but it can also be, how do I want to be in this very conversation at this very moment? Mm -hmm. And that's a much shorter question to be able to connect with. And what I found is even in those instances where life is the most overwhelming and I can't even in the abstract do the, how do I want to be right now? We've all had the experience of like two hours from now, two weeks from now, two months from now. I'm like, shoot, I wish I'd said that. I wish I'd done that. Mm -hmm. And so what I've come to refer to as future casting is when I'm really overwhelmed, it's like pause, exhale. Too oftentimes people tell us to take a breath, but if you don't exhale first, there's no capacity to really inhale deeply. That's good. And then I think, what is the five year from now version of Jonathan going to mm. wish I have said or done right now? And I love that. That's so good. It's pretty <laughs> simple to identify. It doesn't mean it's easy to do. It does not mean it's easy to do. But I can go, okay, five years from now, this is how I will have wished to have shown up right now. That tells me how I'm going to actually go about doing things in this moment. So good. So good. I talk about that all the time too, because I think it's so important. It's something I've learned in my life, you know, and I, I try to pause as many times as I can as well, especially when I'm in the middle of a struggle. Like when I'm in the middle of a struggle is when I really say, okay, you're overwhelmed right now, write this down, you know, because you're going to make choices right now. What the best choice is that you think you're going to like a year, two years, five years from now. Um, Cause you're not going to just sit here and just be in it. Right. I'd be a victim. Cause I was a victim for a very long time in the beginning parts of my life. And I just refused to keep doing that. So I love that. I love that there, the, the, how I think is always important anyway for all of us. Right. I have um, a bunch of programs and I always talk about the how, because we never think about how we're going to make it happen. We always, at least some of the people that I speak to, it's all about let's manifest it, but they never say how, or they never say how it's going to come about. They just, yeah, just wish it. No, it's not going to work. You can wish it all day. <laughs> if you're wishing for billions of dollars all day, it's not happening, right? So it's not happening until you start putting in the work that you have to put. How? Get your, get your plan together, right? I think it's so important. I think, you know, we've been sold a lot of uh, false goods out there. Right. And so it's important also to navigate all of that. And what is important to you? You don't have to jump on every single program and you don't have to jump on every single live event or every single coaching call or every single. And I don't know if you're, you're seeing that as well. I guess I'm, I'm just seeing a lot of it, you know. Um, and so I'm speaking to a lot of women right now in my coaching program. And it's like, you know, they've been hurt a lot by a lot of different, um, you know, different programs and stuff like that who have made false promises, which is very sad. Um, but it's also, I think what, what you're talking about here, right? The being, they don't stop for a second, just stop, you know? And I think it's because they think that if they stop, they're not hustling good and they're not hustling enough. They're not strong enough. They're not smart enough, whatever that enough is. And I always say, okay, compared to what? They don't know how to even answer that because they're comparing to what? An illusion, mm -hmm. right? So tell me about how you walk your, your, your clients through this, um, through your program. Do they call you and, you know, is it a, is it a one-time call? Is it a few months? I mean, how, how do you, how do you navigate that? Sure. Uh, so 
first and foremost, it's, you know, what service actually is going to be the most useful for them and is yeah. feasible. Because I think it's much too easy to say, you know, here is what's available. And to speaking to your point of having been basically sold a bill of goods, you know, if you really want to make a difference, then you'd find a way to do it. And right. then you hear these programs where they're saying, you know, take out a new credit card. How is that responsible to people? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. what I invite anyone and everyone to do is schedule a free 30 minute consultation with me. Let's see if I can just offer you something of value right here and now. And then if it makes sense for us, for me to offer support longer term in a different capacity, let's figure out what that is. Mm -hmm. My signature program is sort of a six month one. And that's the transformational one, <clears throat> excuse me, where I really spend more than a month on each step of that being process. And awesome. we don't meet every week. We tend to meet every other week, but so mm -hmm. that there's some time in between to integrate. And I'm not just trying to load you with material, but there's exercises for you to actually figure out the things and for us to build on what you've discovered. That said, there's other ways. So I have a group coaching program on maximizing your strengths. We use the VIA strengths. And again, I think... It's that idea of you take any, you know, world champion athlete, they didn't become a world champion because you said, oh, you know, your running is amazing, but when we put you in the water, you're pretty slow. Let's spend all the time training your swimming. Right. No, you find what they're good at and you maximize what they're good at. <laughs> we right. don't take a, you know, one form, one shape suits everyone. So I prefer for people, if again, if you're going to transform, what are your strengths? What are your natural proclivities? How can you use those to accomplish the same thing rather than following someone else's path of that's how they did it? Right. And so that I run both like a seven week sprint version at the end of the year. Normally it's a six to 12 week, uh, sorry, normally a 12 week program now where we meet every other week, but I can also do custom versions of that longer, shorter, as long as I have at least five people who are interested. Uh, right. Next year, I will be actually doing a group version of the longer being program as well. And uh, again, other things, shorter term engagements, and also speaking on these topics to different audiences um, if they're interested and they feel it could add value to participants, organization, whatever it is. Right, right. Do you work with organizations mainly or mainly with uh, individuals? Coaching-wise, mainly with individuals, uh, though I've done some consulting for different organizations. Um, innovations in peace building and international. The CEO was actually my first pro bono client. And some of that was, I didn't want my pro bono work to be, you know, friends and family, like, oh, do you want some free coaching? Right. And so um, Charles Davidson, um, the nonprofit had already existed for over a decade, but under a different name, but he works on sustainable peace building efforts with former child combatants in the Congo. And I'm mm. like, that's what I want my pro bono work mm -hmm. to support. And so you know, we actually went through the whole process and it really helped give him clarity on what did he want to do in his life in general? What did he want to wow. do with the uh, actual organization? And that's part of how they ended up rebranding it, renaming it. And even though we didn't directly talk about finances, three months after we were done, they had three times more in the bank a year after we were done 10 times more yeah. because he yeah. was so much clearer on what mm -hmm. they were trying to do and presenting that to possible donors we never talked about fitness in particular. Three months after we were done, he was down 15 pounds from when we'd started. Because if you're clear about what you want, how 
is the right way for you to show up, life changes. Right. Life. Exactly. So for those who are listening, right, I have, I have a lot of leaders and entrepreneurs that listen to the show. So if you can tell them, like, give them like a takeaway or something they could take with them, right? Because one of the things I realized, and you, you nailed it, you nailed it was that, you know, a, a lot of times we're seeing through a tunnel, right? So we see a financial barrier or whatever, and that's what we're focusing on. And oh, no, I just need money. And they don't realize that, no, when you get that money, you're just going to keep needing money, right? So there, there has to be some sort of awareness that comes out of this. Um, and you have to be like, uh, also vulnerable, to say, this is what I need help in, right? I, I have worked with a lot of CEOs, strong women, you know, they got this, blah, blah, blah. And then you get them behind the scenes and they're like falling apart because they have to be strong all the time. You don't, you don't. And I think that it's beautiful, the story you just shared with us because him changing um, and really becoming aware and really knowing what he really wants and how to show up in life changed everything, right? It, it rippled on everything. And that's what I want those who are listening to get out of this as well, that, you know, when they work with a transformational coach like yourself, you know, it's not like you have to focus on this one thing and, um, and just think that that's going to be the solution of your problem. And then you're done. It's, it's a lifestyle change. I think it's a lifestyle change, right? It changes. It changes you completely, your family, your dynamics, your boundaries. It changes everything. So if you can tell one of these leaders or entrepreneurs that are listening on a way to become aware or think about, or at least acknowledge that they may need change, what would that be? So I'm actually going to borrow from uh, Dory Clark, um, paraphrasing slightly, but basically choose what to suck at. We can't all be right. good at everything. Yes. And if we're trying to be, that's when it never is enough time, never is enough energy, never is enough resources. Like we can't do everything. So what are the things which you're willing to offload? It doesn't mean that you ignore them, but whether it's you get a, you know, an assistant, whether it's you hire someone else, whether it's you just get you know, pre-made graphics for a certain thing rather than having them designed specifically or trying to learn how to actually design those things. Mm -hmm. What are you willing to suck at so that you can be excellent at the things you want to be? That's so good. That's so good. Dr. Jonathan Marion dropping some wisdom in here today. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and for dropping all this wisdom. I really, I, I took notes. So I really love your acronym. I, I love how you come about your energy. And uh, I want to thank you because I know that, you know, people who are listening, you know, they're going to take some nuggets away from this and hopefully even call you to want to work with you. So do you work with both men and women, by the way? Absolutely. Uh, okay. Interestingly, I think more of my clients have actually been women, even though I gave an example of a man. Um, but right. again, if if by you're accomplished by external measures and life just isn't as meaningful or fulfilling as you thought it was going to be, want it to be, then I'm happy to talk to you. Nothing else matters to me. Um, and right. again, I have the cultural anthropology background, uh, not just looking at it through a Western lens of any of these things. Um, it's whatever's right for you is the right answer. Oh, right. And I'm just here to walk beside you and help you figure out what that is for you. So how do they get in contact with you if they want to know a little bit more? 
Yeah, the best way is actually just look at my website and you can either get on my schedule directly or send me a message there. And it's stepsalongtheway.global. Uh, again, I work with people everywhere. I didn't want it to just be .com cool. and everyone yeah, fall good. into it. Um, yeah. And again, steps along the way. We all got to where we are by the steps we've taken. And you'll get the life you want if the steps you take going forward are done with intentionality. So yeah. stepsalongtheway.global. Um, people can also just email me directly, satwcoaching at gmail.com. Awesome sauce. Thank you for being on Straight Talk. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Absolutely. My pleasure, Nina. Thank you for having me. Guys, I told you, didn't I tell you? I told you from the beginning that he was going to come in here and give you some transformation and ripples and stuff to take with you. So make sure that you follow this young man. I'm going to make sure to list all of his information below. I really like him. I like his energy. I like what he brings. I like how smart he is. I love all of that. So make sure that you guys follow him. Make sure that you like, share, subscribe, and all of that so that we can grow the community. And also so that if you know someone who is going to be um, able to pull some things out of this for themselves and be able to be impacted because of all of the knowledge that he dropped here today, I want to thank you for doing that. All right. Thank you guys so much. This is Nina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.